Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. While rising costs are impacting every sector of the economy right now, and the ever-increasing costs of materials is having a severe impact on the construction sector. Kevin James is the recently elected President of the Society of Chartered Surveyors of Ireland, and he joins us now to tell us about the actions which need to be implemented by government to assist the sector and to reach housing targets. Kevin, before we discuss your role with the SESI, I'd like to hear about your own business, Cogent Associates. Good morning, Carl. Delighted to be here. We're a company that's been in business now for 23 years this year uh, called Cogent Associates. Uh, We specialise in providing project management, cost management and a range of consultancy services. We we work across a wide range of sectors which would include residential, commercial, retail and leisure, hospitality and logistics and infrastructure etc. But we also work, you know, not just for the private sector, but also the public sector, delivering some small, medium and large scale projects. Some of the better known projects that we've been associated with would be the, the Cork School of Music or the Central Bank's new headquarters a number of years ago or, or Google's headquarters. Currently, we're involved in I suppose, a, a range of exciting projects across uh, Ireland. Uh, we're down in Limerick as part of the Limerick Regeneration Plan, delivering Project Opera. And that's a very exciting project, which is you know, part of regenerating um, the, the heart of Limerick. And we're also working you know, for a number of international and local clients, you know, delivering residential schemes, offices and education projects. And talk to me about the work that the Society of Chartered Surveyors does and why you had ambitions to become president of it. Yeah, I, I think for me, coming back um, from the UK to, to Dublin back then, I suppose that the society... Um, you know, it spans land, property and construction. And with the members, to me, it gave me a great insight into how the industry uh, worked in Ireland. And, you know, it was very welcoming for a start in terms of just the membership. And as I began to build relationships with the members and listening to, you know, I suppose many of the opinions across, you know, the various disciplines in, in the society, it, it was very clear to me that I suppose that with membership and the collective strength of the membership, we were probably unparalleled in terms of providing advice to the industry and our understanding of the coal face. So I suppose, you know, when, when I look at, you know, the reports that we've been working on over the course of the last few years, um, you know, we've been addressing, you know, the MICA report more recently, you know, agriculture and land reviews, tender price inflation, we talk about sustainable development, and I suppose we publish papers on, resi- on the residential property market. So again, the combination of that experience across the SCSI for me is, you know, it allows us to inform the decision makers in the industry, you know, for us to make our contribution with evidence-based information. And I think that's very important because, you know, the society as a professional body is, is based on the voluntary membership, you know, and, and the, the time that the members give. And that time, you know, really helps inform where the industry is going. Of course, no sector has been immune to the increase in costs, but provide us with an insight into some of the other challenges that your members are bringing to your attention now. The impact of rising construction costs has been well documented. Um, I suppose, to me, it's bringing um, huge uncertainty and instability globally and locally you know, to Ireland. And with the uncertainty, to me, that affects uh, risk um, because budgets... Uh, and tenders that have been tendered in the past six months, they've come back and they're over. They've come back over budget, 
And when projects come back from the market over budget, that affects the viability. And what I've seen probably the coal face and talking to members is over the past six months in particular, we've seen a significant amount of rising costs and we've seen material price inflation, increased margins from contractors because of the supply and the demand issue. The, the war in the Ukraine, I suppose there's been huge issues with supply and of materials coming into the country. And then more recently, you know, with the high energy costs, with oil and gas, all of those are contributing factors to increased costs. I suppose the, you know, when, when I look at the moment, you know, a lot of the clients that we're dealing with, I suppose, are asking us, should they proceed or not with their particular development? And that's a difficult call because I think the answer, you know, is, is different for each and every project and, each, and, and, and different clients, whether they're on the private side of the industry or the public side, side of the industry. With the public sector, there's a massive demand for social housing, yet what we're seeing is there's a lack of interest from contractors tendering. And that's potentially as a consequence of the public procurement rules and regulations that contractors are seeing. There's, there's too much risk in those particular contracts for you know, contractors to price, and there's more attractive terms in the private side at the moment, which is, which is causing a huge difficulty for the government in their, in their housing for all plan. We're seeing signs that the market is beginning to slow across a number of sectors. Um, last week, I was reading about Kingspan, who noted a significant you know, drop in, in orders, and I think that's, I'm also seeing that across a number of other key suppliers in the industry. So you know, in, in some respects, if projects do become stalled, it may open some capacity and bring some competition into the market, but it's too early to tell. You know, there are signs there of a global recession. I think only recently the World Bank had announced, you know, that, you know, a lot of countries, you know, will potentially enter into, they're headed for a recession, basically. So I think, you know, for us as an industry, how do we prepare for that and how do we bring competition into the market so we can get value for money and get projects started on site, particularly in the social housing arena. And Kevin, from a practical perspective, what percentage increases have you actually witnessed on tenders? Tender price inflation varies from sector to sector and project to project, dependent on the size, scale and complexity of that particular project. Over the past six months, we have seen you know, a significant increase in t- some of the tenders coming back. You know, if we go out to the market and we're inviting six tenders back, the percentage increase across the six contractors could be upwards of between 10 and 15% of a variance compared to our budget. Um, and I, I suppose some of the larger projects Again, depending on the risk profile of the contract, where the materials are being sourced from, there are particular premiums that apply to elements of the building, which will have an impact on the overall increase on location for that particular project. And Kevin, you have a great insight into the supply chains of construction materials. How long more do you think that the shortage of materials is going to happen for? It's a difficult one to answer. I think we've got some pent-up demand there across the industry at the moment and a number of you know private sector clients you know are pressing on with certain projects um, and whilst the demand is still there um, it's going to be difficult to see in the short term whether the material prices are going to have a, have a level of correction i think we are beginning to see some sort of green shoots of certain materials and elements within the building reducing you know because if i go back to the middle of last year, we were looking at reinforcement prices at 550 to 600 euro a ton. 
by Christmas of that year, it went to 900, and then it went to 1,200, and then it went up to 1,400 as recently as last month. But uh, you know, as we've looked into the European supply chains, you know, we've seen a 20% reduction in in that particular element of the building. Now, it's not as competitive as it was, but we are beginning to see some materials come down in in in, in price. And with all of these headwinds facing the construction sector, what does it all mean for the government's housing for all targets? I think the government's housing for all targets are under huge pressure at the moment. And that comes back to the viability and the procurement processes that they're using to attract contractors to price for housing developments across the country. And, you know, while we've seen a number of projects um, that are not attracting five or six contractors to tender for them. And some local authorities are lucky if they get one or two contractors submitting a price, which may result in one contractor, which to me is very difficult to, I suppose, look at the whole procurement process. Um, And we've made recommendations to government within the Oireachtas there last month as to whether or not they should, you know, make some reforms within public procurement to allow, you know, those particular projects to be more attractive to the contracting industry. And what specific actions would you like to see the government take? I suppose when I look at the capital expenditure programme you know, that the government have at the moment, I think everything's at risk when you consider not just the housing for all programme, but across you know, lots of different sectors because of the viability issue. You know, the society uh, presented uh, a number of recommendations to um, the government uh, within the Oireachtas at the end of May. And a number of them, you know, focused on, you know, the planning process and, you know, a call for some serious reforms to be made with the planning process and the delays that projects have incurred, you know, to, to get approval. If you consider how long it takes to get a project into planning, you know, if a project sits in planning for six or nine months or a year in delay, the inflationary impact of that could have been 12, 13% upwards of last year. And that took us up to December. So, you know, again, you know, whilst that project might have come through planning, it's also going to be burdened now with additional costs to if, if it gets approval to go to site. We've called on the government to introduce some public procurement reforms. Um, and again, you know, the government have introduced a cooperation inflation agreement um, a few months ago. And I suppose it's too early to tell how the industry is going to respond to that um, because it's a cooperation agreement. Um, and once the contracting industry look at the level of recovery they may get from government for material price inflation, and time will tell whether or not that cooperation agreement is going to be accepted. We've also called on the, the government to you know, provide more resources to local authorities, and you know, they're, you know to, to I suppose expedite some of the decision making, because I think you know across local authorities, like everywhere else, there are skill shortages. Um, but what there is, there does need to be some focused attention there to make sure some local authorities are better resourced. We've called on the, the, the government to look at fees and charges that are linked to inflation. You know, when you're building up your business case, um, there are fees and charges imposed by local authorities. And within the society, we've asked for some of those fees to be paused or reduced just to contribute towards making the projects more viable. Um, one of the main ones, I suppose, is really the ESB and Irish Water. You know, the the sentiment is that you know a number of projects have reached practical completion, but the ESB, I suppose, and to some extent Irish Water, have been under huge pressure to provide power and water to certain sites. You know, for for servicing those. Um, you know, what we've asked for is to give better visibility 
on those particular projects that are that are ready to go to site um, and you know allow I suppose the, the not only the client but also the contractor a better understanding of completion dates to bring you know housing projects to site. Um, I suppose the final one really is is a is a request that you know we look at fire regulations um, and you know what we've seen is there's different views from different fire officers officers across the country in the interpretation of the regulations. And again, you know, the fire regulations um, very, very important that we maintain, you know, full standards with with the fire integrity of buildings. But equally, it's making sure that you know that there is a consistency of message, you know, for, from different uh, local authorities to to clients. And Kevin, finally, what is your outlook for the construction sector in Ireland over the next three years? Well, suppose this year it's been a year like no other. As I as I begin my presidency, um, I'm. I suppose I, I, I look at where we've been. You know, my business, we're, we're in business now 23 years and we've seen the, the cycle of the construction industry. And I think the outlook for the next three years is, is quite difficult. I think with the, the war in the Ukraine um, and the disruption that that's caused, you know, across the globe, um, I think, and, and looking at the sentiment from the World Bank, there is, uh, you know, potentially, you know, tougher times on the horizon for everybody. Um, I think the government and the capital expenditure program. I think that's really, you know, something that's really important that we shouldn't lose sight of. You know, there's a significant amount of investment. There's a there's a massive demand for housing and residential across the country. So there is um, a lot of work to do. Um, I suppose if we if we're able to unlock the viability problem we will be able to sustain the industry. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was the president of the Society of Chartered Surveyors of Ireland, Kevin James. And I'd like to thank Kevin for joining us on this morning's show. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.